Hey there, Kelly here. Guests on the show share so many great ideas, but how do you start putting them into practice? Well, that's exactly what you'll explore when you sign up for the podcast weekly newsletter. Each week, you'll get three ideas from past guests sent straight to your inbox. You'll explore materials, techniques, tools, concepts, and mindsets in bite-sized pieces so that you can think about them and fold them into your own practice. It's completely free and you get it by signing up at learntopaintpodcast.com slash newsletter. There is always so much to learn from each of our guests. And so occasionally I'll hop on here and share something that really got me thinking after a conversation. They are minis in the truest sense and they'll be pretty short. So after you listen to today's takeaway mini, let me know what you think about the idea at Kellyanne Powers at learntopaintpodcast.com. So today, let's talk about process. When you hear the word process, there are two things that that could mean. First, we could be talking about big overarching process. The big process is how, in general, you as an artist approach your practice. What inspired you? How do you see the world? What kind of art do you make in general? Or second, we could be talking about a more focused process. Those include the steps you walk through to create a given piece of work. That's also your process. And that second one is what we're talking about today. Because a process is much more than a mindless series of steps. Step one, find a reference. Step two, draw an image, etc. So not that those pieces aren't part of a process, but it's not mindless. A good process works as a mirror to what you need as an artist. It helps you encourage your tendencies, but also helps you turn those tendencies into an actual painting that you like. This is why taking what works for another artist and simply copy-pasting it onto your own process will only get you so far. It's maybe not a bad place to start, but it's just that, a place to start. So let's talk about episode 67 guest Jessica Fields and take a look at a little bit of her process. Here's a quick recap. She sets up her still life, she draws the image, paints the lines, does an underwash of complementary colors, and then builds the top layers with cold wax. And if cold wax aside, this process sounds familiar, you've been paying close attention. Because many artists, including guests on the show, maybe you, structure their process similarly. So what about this way of working works for Fields, and why? Fields loves bright, saturated color, and she wants her paintings to be bright. Left to her own unchecked instinct, she'd cover every square inch of her canvas with the brightest colors. And in fact, that's exactly what she does. But does this instinct and her actions get her to the bright painting she wants? It seems like a no-brainer, of course. If you want a bright painting, why wouldn't you cover every square inch with saturated color? But it turns out that that's not actually how you get bright paintings. If Fields walked away and considered her process finished after those first steps of covering every square inch with bright pigments, she wouldn't have a bright painting. She'd have a painting that clashes and is overwhelming and doesn't necessarily read as bright. Just because she loves to do that doesn't mean it will end up achieving her goal. So what does Fields do? If she wants bright paintings that follow good design and end up looking good, she has a few options. She could change her process so that she doesn't start with all those saturated pigments. And actually, a bunch of guests on the show who love bright colors do exactly that. 
Episode 34 guest Melanie Morris also paints incredibly bright paintings, and she does this by beginning with grayed-down versions of her pigments. So if she's mixed a green, she makes sure to add a little bit of the green's complement, red, to gray that color down. Then, at the very end of her process, she adds what she calls zingers, which are her brightest, most saturated colors. And the contrast between those more muted tones of the first layers and the bright, bright colors she's laid on top create paintings that are super colorful. And that works great for Morris, but that doesn't work for Fields. And this is where that knowing yourself becomes important. Because while Morris loves mixing those muted tones and she finds satisfaction in that part of her process, Fields might not. Fields loves laying down those saturated pigments. Taking that part out of her process would make it less fun for her potentially. So instead, she gives herself permission to lay down all that wonderfully saturated color. And then she steps back from the piece for a bit, gives herself some separation in both time and space. Then, she comes back with fresh eyes and a slightly different goal. The goal now is to help that painting become a finished painting that is bright and pleasing to the eye. And that means coming back in with colors that aren't as bright. Maybe toning down some areas so other areas can sing. It means making choices based on what the painting needs. Not what she wants to do, but what the painting itself needs. What a beautiful way of working. And this is why this process is unique and perfect for Fields as an artist. She's given herself space to lay down all that color that she loves, and then also has created space to give the painting what it needs to be a beautiful and colorful piece of work. And notice she's not asking herself to do both of those things at the same time. She's giving them each their own space within her process. Non-representational artists often do this beautifully. So not all non-representational artists work this way, but you'll notice in a lot of the conversations we've had on the show, when they talk about their process, they talk about those first layers are often pure intuition. They do what they want to do in those first layers, but they don't end there. That's step one of their process. So after they lay down those marks or those colors, those brush strokes, they take a break and then come back asking, what does the painting need? You and your work are in a partnership, and the best partnerships give both parties what they need. So keep an eye out in your own practice for what you need, create space for it, honor it, and then also make sure that there is space given to what the painting needs, and make sure you have space for that to honor it as well. And like Fields' process, they might require two different steps with some distance in between them. So ask yourself, what is your process right now? And are you allocating space and time within it for what you need as an artist, but also what the painting needs to be a good painting? As you build your own unique art practice, you'll be giving clues to what works and what doesn't work for you. And you'll spend a lifetime both learning to see them and then learning what to do about them. Because it takes a while to know the kind of art you want to make. And it takes a while to then be able to verbalize the kind of art you want to make. And then it also takes a while to make sure that the steps you are walking through as an artist are actually helping you make that kind of art. So this is not fast work, but it is important work. And artists like Jessica Fields help us understand what's possible when we get that right. 
So thank you for joining me today for this new mini episode. Let me know what you thought of it. Let me know by emailing me at kellyannepowers at learntopaintpodcast.com. And go check out the conversation with Jessica Fields at learntopaintpodcast.com slash podcast slash episode 67. Thank you for joining me today. And thank you to everyone in the podcast art club for supporting the show. You are all doing such great work in the 20 for 20 art challenge. And I have just loved seeing your efforts. Extra shiny thank yous to High Gloss supporters Andrew Atterbury, Debbie and Brian Miller, Rihanna DeRold, Janet Wheeler, Nancy Bryant, Catherine Ordway, Pam Lyle, Victoria Young, and Slow River Studio. Happy painting!